Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two. One. What is up all my sexy motherfuckers out there at Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. And your fit and dirty girl, yes. And you already know what it is, Sapphire's Earplay. We are back. Yes, ma'am, we back. Damn, we gave them a two for this month. They get two episodes from us. Hey, we, we got to get consistent and make it once a week again. Shit. <laughs> we, we getting there. We getting there. Yeah, we, we better now. We better now. I've yeah. fully moved into the parents. I'm good. And I'm not ashamed to say that I live at home with my parents, okay? So fuck everybody else that's going to give me some shit like, oh, you're 30 and you live at home. I live at home because at right now I'm in between jobs. You have parents that can take you in. That too. How many people can say that they can ask their parents, can they stay with them again? That part. You know that part. Nine times out of ten, they got parents like mine. Like what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't got no room. Right. That's exactly what they say. I ain't got no room. Okay. There we go. You ain't got no room. Got to go move to the end. Be on that Jesus shit. Trying to find Girl. out where you can lay your head. Okay. Encampment tent. <laughs> man, man. And the way things are going, like jobs and homes wise, I'm just like, thank God, I'm I'm back at home. Yeah. I'm just trying not to start any shit to make them want to kick me out. Right. And at least they understand, like, they're like, okay, we see you job, you know, applying for jobs and whatnot. Okay, cool. They're not asking me, like, when are you getting a job? I've been applying. Heavily. Heavily. I think okay. at this point, since I've moved back, I think I, I kid you not, I think I've put in about 400 applications. That's good. Somebody gonna call you back. Girl, as many rejection letters as I've been getting, I'm like, I better get a fucking job. (sighs) Let me just get to Cabo in August and then come back with a job. Can I just do that? That part. Let me just go to Cabo. Have a little brief vacation for a month. Brief vacation and then come back by September just like as the, the kids are finally going back to school fully. There we go. I'll be good. But we're not talking about my living situation. We ain't talking about that. We're talking about sex, okay? Sex. We're talking about sex. Now, a couple weeks ago, Yaz and I, we had teased that we wanted to talk about, you know, asking our listeners out there, when did you ever get the talk? Did you get the talk? Who gave you the talk? What talk are we talking about? We're talking about the talk, the sex talk, the birds okay. and the bees, the watering can to the pollen, okay? <laughs> uh, the, Let the, it bloom, girl. Right. The magical stork who, you know, comes to mommy and daddy's doorstep and drop that bundle of joy that is you. Mm. The We've all heard the terminologies, okay? But really have to question... When in the hell did you get that talk? And if you didn't get the talk from your parents, who the hell gave it to you? How did you know? Yeah. What outlets did you use? And let's be honest. I have to say, it's 2019 and people still, still don't even know the basics of sex and sexuality. No foreplay, nothing. Not even that, Yes, They don't even know... 
where to get condoms, how to put a condom on properly. They don't know different lubes. Different lubes. Speed up, they don't even know that there's different types of condoms, different sizes. Mm-hmm. Variations. Okay, you got the- they're probably like knowing just Magnum, right? For the large condoms, but there's other brands that have large condoms. Okay, there's Skin. I love Skin. S K Y N. Skin is great. I don't break out. It doesn't have a bad taste to my pussy afterwards. Yeah, I had seen the comparisons because I have like a new fuck buddy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and so when we used his condom, he had the bare skin Trojan. Mm-hmm. And then we used mine. But because we mixed those two together, my vagina acted funky. Oh, not smell funky, but it, like, you know how like yeah. condoms make your, your pussy feel kind of weird. And so a couple of days passed. It went away, and then we used my skin again. Skin condoms, not my skin, not bareback. <laughs> <laughs> then we used the uh, the skin condoms, and I'm fine. See? So it's all about that latex, and yeah, my vagina don't like latex. Get it away. <laughs> yeah, I as I've gotten older, I cannot use latex condoms. Like, I, I can't use, um, what is it? The lifestyle condoms, I break out. The gray ones, I break out with lifestyle. You know, skin is made by lifestyle. They are, but there's something different with theirs. It's supposed okay. to be hypoallergenic. Okay. Yes. They do a different, there's like different lubrication on it. It's yeah, not it's latex. a nice taste. Yeah. You don't get that. Uh. Yeah, you don't get that nasties. But and guys, if you like to eat the pussy, you know, while you're fucking, you're not going to taste condom on the pussy. There you go. It's just all juice. There you uh. go. <laughs> or if you add a little flavor, get some flavored lubes, okay? Flavored lubes. Wicked Sensual Care. I love that line because they yeah. have good tasting lubes. And you can, like, mix match. Like, I like to mix up the green apple with the caramel, so it's kind of like a, you know, a candy apple. You're over there having a fucking <laughs> cocktail on pussy the Pussy cocktail, the come pussy. on. Pussy uh, dick cocktail. I just like to taste the skin, you know. Okay. I have this, like, fetish for when I'm sucking a guy's dick, and it's a nice dick, and his skin is nice, he smells good. I just like tasting it. That's a to each. There's like no flavor, but I just like tasting. You like that skin to skin, (laughs) mouth to mouth, skin to skin. When at least it comes to oral, right? Okay. Now, I mean, I like I like unprotected sex. Don't get me wrong, but it's just I don't have no boo like that. So you got to wrap it up. Speaking of, I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, I myself I have a primary partner, but we are very like as much as we love each other we love other people too so we do like to wrap it up but the incentive for me is I get to have the load inside of me with him busting it in the condom and I feel complete I'm like okay this is semi like the real deal it tickles I love it I like the tickle feeling because you can feel like just squirting out like a a gun boom, 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 <laughs> on your pussy. It's like, ooh, oh my God. I think, I, I think I'm getting ticklish right now. <laughs> <laughs> but see, it's like you could still keep it sexy, ladies and fellas out there. You could still keep it sexy with a condom. There's nothing. Let's be honest, okay? 
you're watching a porno. I personally applaud porn when I see a condom. Because I'm like, finally, finally, whoever's watching this and who's a virgin, they're like, oh, well, damn, I got to strap it up because I saw it in a porno. I feel the only time that I really got to get mad at porn and when I hear that people learn their lessons from porn is when they assume that all women and all men should not protect themselves. They go around thinking like, okay, well, I control my cum. No, you do not control your cum, okay? All it takes is one sperm and one egg. You cannot tell your body who you're going to impregnate and not impregnate. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. So, with that um, said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you just can't. I mean, I hate those lines that I hear from guys like, I control, you know, when I'm going to bust a load inside. No, you cannot. Well, I've had guys feel so comfortable knowing that I used to do porn or when I was doing porn, they would try to go without a condom first. And I'm oh. like, dog, you, you're a civilian in my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know. When's the last time you've been tested? I, I need to see paperwork. Speaking and even of. if that, like, mm-hmm. let's go. Now let's that go, you, <laughs> being that you are a performer or ex-performer, how often did you um get tested? I got tested every two weeks or less. And you've had boyfriends who are not in the porn industry, correct? Well, like booze, they weren't really nobody I was dating. Okay. Did they, were you aware when they got tested? Yeah. And how often would you say those partners got tested? I would say if they were messing with me exclusively, they would just get tested like that first time. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they do after they stop messing with me. But, you know, I keep on that. Like, if we're going to be exclusively having sex and we're not using condoms, I need to get tested before we do that. Mm. You know what I mean? And then, boom. But if you're fucking other bitches, then we need to strap it up. I'm with that. Because accidents happen and I don't want to be, you know, because guys aren't always honest with you. And I got to say, not every woman is honest either. Let's that be, part let's too. be real. Let's they be real. They might think, oh, she's a square, this, that, third, but she could be a little slut. Mm-hmm. And you over there piping her down with no condom thing, and she just a square-ass chick. And then, yeah, and then you bring me chlamydia or yeast infection. Yes, a yeast infection is also passed on. Yes, men do get yeast infections, ladies and gents. And give us to give it to the next female, and then it's like, why do I have a yeast infection? I don't ever get yeast infections. It's because you're fucking a dirty coochie. <laughs> that part. You're fucking some dirty coochie, and come in bringing a clean coochie, just dirt it all up, <sighs> and fucking up my whole week. Right. I just <laughs> it's speaking of. I think that also the problem is, is that, you know, with the whole, I, I don't know why it's such like a, a a sore subject when you're dealing with new partners and you have to have that talk like, when's the last time you got tested? And my, my most hated response is when I get to know a guy or girl even, and they say, well, I never got tested because I was in a four-year relationship and I was monogamous. Um... That's not good. That's not okay. Because you could still get other things other than, you know, HIV and AIDS, chlamydia, hepatitis, syphilis, chlamydia, herpes, herpes, 
But your par- you could have herpes with your partner and not even know it. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, with herpes, you know, people are born with herpes. And people yeah. who are born with herpes, they can't... You can't... Herpes at this point is not... It can be contained, but it can't be fully cured. Okay? People maintain it. And I think there's a, a disconnect when we talk about herpes because... I've, I've talked to many different partners, even some of my own partners say that if they found out that one of us or someone else has herpes and they're uh-huh. messing with them, they're going to stop all ties because I, I can't be with someone who has herpes, period. And I even asked one girl in particular, you know, I said, what if they maintain, you know, the infection? And she said, I'm sorry. It's just I, I can't be with someone who has herpes flat out. I can't be with someone with herpes. And again, I can't I can't judge her. Because but what if she's in love? Is that going to... That is a good question. That's something I might know? have to ask her. I mean, I can understand if you're not in love, you can cut ties easily. But if you're in love, that's kind of hard. Like, you're, if you love somebody and in love... Like, how about in love with somebody? You can, you can love anybody. But if you're really in love with somebody, would you really just kick them to the curb or something like that? That is a that is a good question. Because they may or may not have cheated. True. This may have may may have happened way before you, and it just decided to flare up. And that's the thing too. People live with the herpes infection and virus for years before they mm-hmm. ever see an outbreak. And sometimes all it is is one outbreak, and that's it. Yeah. But again, every body and every body is different Mm -hmm. your body is going to react differently just like yaz and i react differently with count with different condoms and lubes and lubes even with toys all those i can't even put baby oil near my pussy you're not really supposed to and people who are using baby oil as lube stop because all that but you know the baby oil you know how they try to oil us up for scenes Mm -hmm. or like the stills Mm-hmm. So that's what I was saying about like the baby oil. It's like even if it's near my vagina, like the top of it is just instant irritation. There you go. <laughs> and you got to be careful because also the fact of the matter is using baby oil as lube, it actually does the opposite of what a condom is supposed to do. It wears and tears that barrier, it kills the spermicides that are on that condom. And you are putting yourself at a bigger risk, not just for STDs and STIs, but also the risk of pregnancy. And here's another thing. If you have herpes and you're having sex and you have a sore that is actively on and you say, well, a condom will protect us. We will not Mm -mm. have. No, 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 no. Herpes cannot be prevented with a condom. If you have an outbreak on your lip, down in your genitals, you are putting your partner or partners at risk. Period. Uh, that's so disgusting. It is. And that's why there's doctors and nurses who are happy to give you things called Valtrex and other, you know, antibiotics. You can't just go to the store, by the way. You can't just go over the counter and, and pour hydrogen peroxide. I heard this guy say, well, I, I had herpes and I put hydrogen peroxide and I was good. No, you were not good. That does you nothing. You were just fucking soothed. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> hydrogen peroxide is not the cure for herpes. It is not going to contain the herpes from spreading to other parts of your body. And you can have herpes of the hands, ladies and gents. So keep that in mind, too. Ooh. Okay, so you want to start fingering and all that. If you have herpes on your hands, if you have herpes of the mouth, and you still want to get it in with your partner who is not, dental dams, condoms, finger condoms, or just abstain from sex until the flare-up is gone. But this is the thing that we are not taught in sex ed. This is not what we are taught as young adults and women in the in America. We're not taught the ugliness of sex. We're just taught, here's a condom, don't have a baby. Pretty much. That's really what it comes down to. So when it comes to herpes, it's not an easy conversation to have with your partners, but it is a conversation that needs to be had, period. You have to have that talk. No matter how uncomfortable it is, if you really truly love that person, you want to be with that person, you can't just go around and infecting people. It's against the law. Look it up according to your states because I know in California, you can definitely go to jail and be put on trial for murder and other things. Mm -hmm. I'm not a lawyer, but I definitely did my research on the fact that if you are knowingly active and you have herpes and you do not disclose this information that person can turn around and sue you and you can face fines and jail time wow period period there's no excuse there's no excuse so for everybody that's like well i'm healthy as a horse you're not healthy as a horse unless if you're getting physically checked Everybody does their, you know, you're supposed to do your annuals. When you do your annual test, um, your annual, um, when you go to the doctor for your annuals, ask for an STD, STI, and herpes test. Because a lot of doctors and nurses and a lot of medical um, facilities don't specify this. But, yeah, you can get you know, check for STDs and STIs. But unless if you specifically do not ask for a herpes test, sometimes they're not going to do all those testings at the same time. So you want to make sure you get checked for everything. Everything. Y'all hear that? Okay. And all these parents out there that are anti-vaccinations and all that, please do not deprive your children, especially if they're teenagers and they're actively, you know, sexually active and you're still like, well, my kid doesn't need to be vaccinated. Your kid needs to be checked and vaccinated for HPV. Because that gets also mistaken as herpes. Too. It is. Well, it is a form. Okay. It can turn into herpes. That's the thing. And HPV is very prevalent in colleges. I mean, it's... it's Ask any of your girlfriend's guy friends and who are open and willing. I guarantee you'll probably find someone who has HPV. I have HPV. I've had it um, before. I think I got it when I was a freshman in college. Yes, I got tested and everything. No, I do not have, you know, herpes. I do not have any of that, but it's maintained. It's due to an abnormal cell count. Okay. And... I'm fine. I'm not going around infecting my my partners. So no. does that mean you had an abnormal pap? Mm-hmm. I had an abnormal had pap smear. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, see, I had went through that before myself. And it changes. Your body does change. Yeah. Your cell count can go back, but at the time, yeah. It happens. Jeez. It happens. But these are the things that we're not told, and these are the things that we have to ask. Now, you know, like I said, going back to the parents that don't like to vaccinate their kids, vaccin- you need to tell them that they need to get tested. Get them tested for the things that are going to matter later on in life because you don't want them to turn around and going around and, and infecting people. I mean, I don't want to say it's like a handshake, but it sex is like a handshake if you think about it in this day and age. It is. And especially like for someone like myself, I'm Polly. I don't just sleep with just one person. I have sex with about six, uh, six people right now, actively. So I have to be, (laughs) yeah, I actively have to be in the know, you know, if some flare up where they occur or, you know, if there's a red flag. So again, it's that open communication and you have to have that open communication with yourself too. So going back, Yaz and I went on our Instagrams yesterday and we asked our listeners, you know, when did they have the talk? How did how did you find out about sex? And some of y'all's responses, it I, <laughs> I I'm not gonna judge, but it okay. Okay. <laughs> I was expecting it, but I wasn't expecting all the answers that I got as to where and who talked gave you the They talk. went too descriptive. They they went there. They went there and I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. One guy said that he found out about sex simply because he went to the bathroom and had relations with a woman. Oh wow. <laughs> and I believe he said he was in the eighth grade to even put that. You said what? I believe he was in eighth grade when that went down. Oh wow! Eighth yes. grade, eighth grade, eighth grade. Where so like, it? well, I, well, I was fourteen when I lost my virginity. See, I was sixteen. Yeah, I was sixteen years old. Okay. So yeah, I had some crazy answers too. <laughs> what are some of your crazy ones? Um, let's see. Basically, oh, there was one that said like they were religious mm-hmm. their family was re- really religious so they basically got scared to not have sex <gasps> Ooh. and then um another one was like my dad showed me his child support payments instead of i have kids it's gonna be me what okay <laughs> best that's probably one of the best <laughs> oh shit i got one the guy said my dad gave me a porno i kind of figured out the rest Oh, you, I should ask. I'm going to probably go on Instagram and address this and be like, so how did you figure out putting on a condom? Right. Because we don't you... see that in porn. Okay. <laughs> well, now we do. If they're doing a like a POV BJ or something or instructional. Yeah. But I mean, that's rare. Like the average porno. It's either <sighs> on or it's not on. And they're fucking. I feel like some of the answers, too, they were just too old to know about. Like, it was just a lot of people lose their virginity, like, before 13. Yes. Actually, you know, um, a performer, I believe that, you know, um, I don't want to out her, but uh, she said she learned sex through her boyfriend when she was 13. 
Mm-hmm. See, and a lot of people were getting those talks at that age, and it's like they're already fucking. They're already. I feel like a teenager already has their mind made up by that point about sex and yep. already fucking. So, I feel they should be a little bit younger. I, I would say maybe about eight. It's funny that you said you know that a teenager already has their mind up because recently there was a study, and it said for the first time in years. Active sexual, um, sexually active teenagers is at an all time low compared to the 90s. Like right now, mm-hmm. they're saying as of 2017, um, teens aren't really having sex anymore, which is crazy to me because I have to ask, what type of sex are they not having? So I feel like there are <laughs> teens out there that are having sex, right? But they're just not having intercourse, they might be having oral sex. Or they're doing anal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that might be doing anal. I would say that's a form of intercourse, though. I mean, it's going inside an orifice, you know. But isn't those Mormon girls like that or something? That's that's such a rumor. I know plenty of Mormon chicks who were not taking it up the ass. And and they try to say that about Catholic girls. Like, us Catholic girls, I'm a Catholic girl. All right. I am the epitome. I will say it right now. I am the epitome of a classic Catholic schoolgirl minus the Coke. Okay. I wasn't snorting no Coke in the in the <laughs> priest's office or anything like that. But I definitely lost my virginity before I was married, which you're not yeah. supposed to in the Catholic faith. And I definitely didn't have anal. Never had anal. Before I had sex, okay? There was none well, then of that. Maybe they're just making out a lot. Or yeah. Or phone sex or Skype sex, FaceTime sex. They're doing some forms of sex or sexual activity. They're just, from what this report is saying, and like I said, I'm going to take it as they're just not having intercourse. Because I feel that in society and what we see and we hear, there there's some form of sex going on. If you're uh-huh. taking nudes... And videos, you're kind of engaging in sexual activity. Yeah. You, you're kind you got, of. You got a freak side. Yeah. You, you got a curiosity side for the sex. Right. And speaking about the first experiences, um, the average age, like Yaz was saying, she, you said you think it was around like 13? Yeah. 14. Between 14 and 16, that is the, let's just say that's the heterosexual age so or, parents are you listening you need to speed up this process and right not wait till they're a teen to have this conversation because for one sexual education is not in the schools anymore maybe it's not when being we taught were properly school, but it's not in our schools or they're taking it out because of budgets so your children are not taught properly about the birds and the bees and that means you need to sit down with them or like some of my followers said their moms or grannies gave them a book and some condoms. And but you know what? Even the books, the condoms, a kid it's is vanilla. only going to it's, it's very so vanilla, basic. very vanilla, like, very it's basic. It's like an instructional. It is. And let's be honest. <laughs> I, even like looking up stuff for the show today, I was really upset that you know, even in this day and age, there is still not catering to all spectrums of sexuality. I mean, I try to look up LGBTQ statistics with teens having sex. Did I find that? No. High school-wise, all the gays 
just were gay. They didn't really like holler at dudes. They just hung out with girls. Like they were openly gay, but they didn't like have After like relationships. There was no gay cliques. Yeah. They more so there was probably one out of every class that had a gay dude or there, I would say there was one out guy and maybe there was other gay teens in school, but they were in the closet. I feel like now nowadays I I feel like they're this, out. They're out. Or if they're not out, they're definitely questioning. Mm-hmm. They're curious and they just don't know where to go. And I I do know of some places that you can go, starting with Planned Parenthood, while it still lasts. Because, you know, America just doesn't love Planned Parenthood. Right. Well, and if you're a woman, you can go to FPA also. What's FPA? It's um, it's f- for females. Okay. Yeah, it's a female clinic. And it's just like Planned Parenthood. They take the green card or whatever insurance you have. But it's I, I like it better because it's for females. Okay. So you're not seeing like a dude, you, dude like you seen at the club or something. Like, what the fuck is he doing here? You, know? <laughs> you don't, you don't want to be in in at Planned Parenthood seeing people you know. It's like, oh, you must be burning too. Even like, um, <laughs> there's the girl, man. I've, I'm trying to think of all my Planned Parenthood encounters. I don't think I ever ran into someone I knew. Thank God, thank God. I've done Planned Parenthood runs plenty of times. <laughs> And I have to say, thank God I never ran into How a guy tried to holler at one of my friends that was with me when I was at Planned Parenthood when we were in high school. What? He's like, how is he trying to holler and he's in Planned Parenthood? Who does that? Right. Who the hell does that? Because, like, are you coming here to get checked or are you coming to pick up a... What are you doing here? It's like like a jail. Like, what you in for? (laughs) What did you in for? I'm here for some comments. Oh, you want to go on a date with me? I know my girl's like in an abortion right now, but you want to you want to go out tonight? Like the fuck? <sighs> right. So to correct everybody, it's called FPA Women's Health. There we go. FPA FPAWomen'sHealth.com. So I'm sure you can they- find other places mm-hmm. in your head where to live. Even going to um. I want to say it is the HRC. There's one here in Los Angeles. Let me just make sure. If you go to hrc.org, that is a great place, especially for my LGBTQ and A families. You guys can definitely check out the um, Human Rights Center. There should be one in all cities, to be honest. But if you go onto their website, they also will tell you where you can go and get the support that you need when it comes to safe sex and prevention. So, again, there are places to go other than your friends. And, of course, we I got a lot of people that said and that they porn. were. Yeah. And, and learning from porn. And this is not as saying that porn is not, like ideal educational yeah there's plenty of educational porn out there but when it comes to the actual nitty gritties of sex you do need to go to a professional for help and we also need to stop shunning our kids when they ask you the question mommy daddy where do babies come from don't tell them i'll tell you when you're older because like we has said older um, let's be honest you tell a kid no they're gonna do it anyway so you tell your kid not to have sex or don't go looking for sex or don't they're gonna find it 
They're going to find it or going to ask somebody. Yeah. Or they're going to do it and they're not going to know what how to properly do things. And if they don't like it and they feel awkward, they can't even come to you to talk. That too. And then not to mention, not to get a little dark, but unfortunately, then you'll have the cases of, I was sexually assaulted and I don't know who to go to. Because I was told I'm not supposed to have sex. So then you have someone who got sexually assaulted and they can't even go to their parents because then they're scared that their parents are going to shun them because they had sex. Well, a friend of ours, she responded to me and she said she had sex and basically her parents called her a slut. So that's that's basically a lot of our parents mm-hmm. that the minute you have sex, you're a slut. Yes. Like, how do you know... If it was uncomfortable for me. How do you know if he forced me to have sex? You know, you guys are immediately judgmental and barking. I have to say, I was lucky and still lucky that my parents are very open. And what I mean by open is that we just have open conversations. And in fact, I just was talking about my parent about my sex life to my parents not too long ago. I want to say about a week or two ago. That's cool, you, your parents, and you are like, best friends no 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 we're gonna find we're gonna draw that fine line why my parents I mean, my parents do the the whole classic line like black parents do all the time i am not your friend i'm not your boyfriend i'm not your girlfriend i am your parent i am your mother i am your father but yes we have a good relationship a, well i'm just saying because yeah. you guys are open you're really open about your sex i couldn't even tell my i couldn't <laughs> Well, see, the thing is, I'm open to a degree. I don't think my parents know I'm poly. They definitely know that I'm not, like, you know, holier than thou. Um, They obviously know I'm having sex with suit and tie. They've met him. They've met girlfriend, a, a previous girlfriend of mine. Okay. Um, So they know that my, you know, they know that I'm bi and that I, I like what I like. And it's an ongoing joke, but yeah, I mean, we're, we openly talk about if I'm having sex or not. And I even said at one point jokingly, I was like, well, not every time that I see suit and tie, it's not like we have sex all the time. Like we can literally have a day, a date and not have sex. Is it hard? Right. Of course. It's, it's hard not to have sex with that man. <laughs> it's very hard not to jump on him. But again, you know, I, I'm glad that I have that relationship with my parents that I can talk to them about my sex life. Um, I was, and I've, like I said, when it comes to the sex talk, I feel like I'm always having the sex talk with my parents. As, okay. as long as I'm still like in their lives and talking to them, it just, it develops. My dating life talks, it develops over years. So did they have the talk with you or you just- Hell to the, yes, they did have the talk with me. In fact, that's a funny story. I don't know okay. if I've ever talked about it on the podcast. I've definitely I talked know, you to friends. Talk, talk. Oh, okay. Well, if you're listening for the first time, I'm going to give you guys a little background. My mom is a nurse. She was a pediatrics nurse. Now she's in postpartum. So babies, children, that's her, that's her realm. My dad, he's a computer network engineer as well as a high school coach. So l- growing up in my household, I really could not lie cheat steal or anything especially being an only child like I really could not like fall back on another plan like they knew they knew I look they had a feeling I lost my virginity before I told them 
Damn. Okay. They <laughs> knew that I probably was a little curious or in confused growing up. You know, when I was still trying to figure out if I just like boys, you know, because we go through those boy crazy phases. Yeah. You know, so when it came to having the sex talk, I was actually I got in trouble at my Catholic school. I believe I was about six or seven, maybe even eight. Either It was between six and eight. I got caught at daycare with Barbie dolls in my hand. They were naked and I was showing my friends the naked dance how to have sex oh wow yes yes so coming home on the way home my mom's like you know she didn't say much to me other than like how was school and oh you know we're we're gonna have a little chat when you get home because i heard something happened today so then she sits me down at the table and she says what do you know about sex and giggling i'm laughing at the word because i knew but I'm trying to play dumb. And she's like, I know you know what sex is because I, I've i seen you and, and I know you bookmark in your child encyclopedia, the human body. Uh. <laughs> so I knew what a vagina was. I knew what a penis was. I knew what boobs were. And that's when my mom's like, you tell me what you know about sex and we're going to fill in the blanks kind of thing. Yeah. And so she properly told me because I said, oh, well, I, you know, the man and the woman, they get naked, they get on top of each other and they do a dance. And she's like, um, yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> and we're going to use proper terminologies. Like I wasn't allowed even as a kid to say, mommy, my pee pee hurts. Okay. Like if something hurt, I needed to tell her what body part hurt me. You know, uh-huh. if someone inappropriately touched me, where did they inappropriately touch me? Not saying that it happened, but she would tell me, you need to use your big girl words. So at a young age, I was told that vagina, penis, it's not something to laugh at that term. It's a term. It's a form of your body. It's on your body. And that... You know, they, they, my mom did say, you know, when you get married, you know, because setting an example, she's, you know, when you love someone and you get married, then you then you should have the, the talk about having sex. But you should not be doing it in your day and age. And then I got that revisited eight years later when I turned 16. I was told I need to be put on birth control. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when you're 16, I think even when you're 13, I think once you're 13, you're allowed to, you know, your parents don't go to the doctor's offices with you anymore. So you start learning about puberty and all that. When I got my period at age 12, I knew that at that point I was, my body was a woman, but I'm not mentally a woman. So Uh I should not be doing adult activities knowing that this could be the risk. I knew what a condom was. I knew the outcomes of pregnancy. And again, I knew my body parts. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) again, I got lucky. I got lucky. And I count my blessings on that because look what it made me now. 
Oh well, well, you're lucky. I didn't get no talk. No talk whatsoever. No, my mom had sex in the same room as me, <gasps> so I knew what sex was just by sleeping on the other side of the room. Oh my god! And I was about like four or five, so I was humping my teddy bear. Um, what was it? I started um, dry humping mm-hmm. around seven. Mm-hmm. Like. I would get babysat, and if there was a boy, <laughs> oh no, humping. yeah, girl, it was it went there. Damn. I remember, um, this lady Judy, she used to watch me and her son. We were under his bunk bed watching cartoons or something. I let him put his hand in my pants and hold my butt. How old yes. are you? I was about seven or eight. Oh my god. Uh huh. Now, don't get me wrong. So, I was masturbating at a young age, too, but <laughs> god damn. I was already advanced at knowing certain shit, and it's like, nobody taught me. I I was shown. I wasn't taught. I wasn't talked to. I was shown what sex was since I was a little-ass child. So, that was like child endangerment. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, um, another part of my life, I started watching Cinemax on the low. Who didn't? Those Cinemax, and that's when I would see more sex. Um, I was using my brush handle to masturbate. Yes. And then I started calling chat lines. Whoa! Phone sex. And this is all through like high, junior high and high school. Oh my. I lost my virginity when I was going into the eighth grade. Damn. Well, I was. Was I in 8th grade or 7th grade? I think I was in 7th grade. Because it was a Super Bowl game. Oh, dang. Uh-huh. You really do love football. <laughs> I, I lost my virginity on a Super Bowl Sunday. Was he older uh, or the same age? Um, He's a year older. He's a, 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 a year ahead of me. Okay. Okay. And then, um, yeah, I just had Planned Parenthood and porn and... You know, friends, older guys to learn about sex. That was it. Damn. Like a guy that was 21 years old told me how to ride dick. How old were you? Uh, 17. Oh, shit. I used to lie about my age. Damn. Girl, I was thick. I had conversation like I was grown. So, yeah, I didn't act like a normal teenager. Like I was really mature. You're one of them fast ones. Yes, and I was thick as fuck, so I looked 18. Damn. Uh-huh. But you know what? Your story <laughs> is is like many. Yeah. Your story is like many, for sure. I feel like, again, this all brings it back of why it's important. Because, again, you, you said something very important. You said, you know, I wasn't taught. I was shown. Yep. And there's a difference between... Knowing what you're doing and being shown what you're doing. Yeah. Cause you don't. I, mean, I, I was misguided, guys. So as an adult, I'm very guided. <laughs> <laughs> I would never misguide my child the way I was misguided. But yeah, that uh, it wasn't cool. But it is what it is. I, I don't regret any of it. Mm-hmm. It, it it made me who I am today. 
And you're not a bad person, girl. You good Just people. I'm a freak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a motherfucking freak. You a motherfucking freak. You a certified freak. She. I'm a big old freak. Big old, big old freak. Ow. Getting her hot girl summer on. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm so tired of that term. Everybody's just wasting that term. But I'm going to turn around and post it on my Instagram. You know, I'm going to be on the beach on Cabo and be like, hi, girl, Summer. Yeah, you're going to have one, one time for the one time. One time for the grand. Just one time. But, like, in all realness, I mean, again, your experience, my experience, I, I feel like everybody's experiences with sex, if we just openly have the proper conversation I feel like things would be prevented. A lot more things that we see and hear in the media could be prevented if we just simply have conversations about it. And that's what I get so angry about. Like sex sex and sex ed, learning about your body should not be like a sin. It shouldn't be something to look down on. Like I would like to know. You know what's hot to me? Consent. Consent is fucking sexy as shit. And you know what's even hotter? A partner who knows what the fuck they're doing. And not just in the bedroom, but even outside of the bedroom. Let's get tested together, babe. Okay. Cool. Babe, when's the last time you got tested? I don't know. Cool. Let's go to the doctor right now. Can never be too sure. Can never be too sure. Because here's the thing. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Men and women's sexual organs are different, okay? A man has an external sexual organ. A woman has an internal sexual organ. Therefore, diseases can go undetected for years, especially for women, okay? Just because you infected somebody with herpes, like we said before, they may not know right then and there they might find out five six years down the line 20 years down the line that they have herpes but the joy is that if you know what what your partners are doing now you're preventing yourself a whole lifetime of worry and trouble of knowing someone's history that's not a bad thing it is not a bad thing to be to be safe and I'm so sick of these motherfuckers on Tinder who think because I'm poly that I just want to fuck every woman and man that comes in my DM. And like the minute I ask about your papers, it's like, well, hold up. That's too personal. How is that personal? But you want to get in my pants. How is that too personal? I just want to know if you're going to impact me. Yes or no answer. Right. That is a it's a date or no date. That's new. <laughs> like but you I'm, got tested, right? And you're it, not asking it for the social. <laughs> I'm not asking for your credit card account. I'm not even asking what you make on a yearly basis. I just want to know: Are you getting tested? And if so, or if not, why not? I put they a poll up. I put a poll on my Instagram, and I, yeah, as I told you off air, I was shocked. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was expecting to see 100% of my followers or whoever follows or whoever came on the page would say, yes, I get tested and I have no shame. But can never have too much faith because four people, mm-hmm. four people have stated that they have never 
or they don't get tested. So do you think that was a mistake, a joke? If it's a joke, I'm sorry. I said answer truthfully. So that's on you. And I'm looking at one of the people that responded. They have a child. So you're telling me that you are married or in a relationship with a child and you've never gotten tested? They trust their partner. I'm sorry. Absolutely. I, can't, I, I, I trust my partners. Don't get me wrong. But I trust my partners to tell me if they got tested or not. Like, to me, if you don't get tested at all ever in your life, I'm sorry. It's just not, no, we're not going to go and sleep together. We're just not. I'm not going to sleep with someone personally who has never gotten a test. And if your last test was five years ago, can we just get tested together before we get physical? For my... Five years ago, that's a long time. Uh, girl, I've had it happen. I had a guy say... I was in a 10-year relationship. I never once had to, you know, get checked. Why do I need to get checked with you? And I say, because I don't know who you were with. Okay. I'm I, you was with your wife. I know you wanted to go have your, get your fuck on. Right. Like, and you met me on a, ten, on a, in a, on a dating app. You met me on Tinder. Like, let's be honest. You could have had several different sexual excursions before you came knocking on my door, mm -hmm. sliding in my DMs, saying, hey, I want to have sex. Cool. I would love to have sex with you first, but I need to see some papers. All right. If Donald Trump is going to put a wall up to prevent immigrants from coming over here, consider my pussy a fucking wall. OK, I don't want no STDs, STIs, and I don't want a baby. That part. So break this wall by showing me your fucking papers. Okay? We got ice. This is this is pice, okay? I'm the pussy patrol and I wanna see her. You are fucking hilarious. Okay, we got ice and we got pice. Alright? Oh my god. We got PCE. Oh god. Alright, except I'm more lenient and I'm not racist, alright? So anybody I I'm I'm a free-for-all. Listen, we can do the nasty, but I got to see some papers. And I got to like your ass, okay? Like, you can't just be bringing me good sex. I, I need sex and good conversation. I actually have to like you now. Yeah. Like, it's all mental. It is. Like, I was all about one-night stands in my 20s. Don't get me wrong. I was all about that. But I also like to do it safely. But now as I gotten older, I'm like, that shit gets boring. And it's kind of fun having sex with people that you love. Aw. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it's kind of it's fun having sex with people that you love and care for. And not just somebody who you're going to call every, you know, every other week because you're horny. Or I just got off my period, so now I'm fucking ready to fuck. No. <laughs> oh my god but you know if you're taking anything away from this episode today i hope that we are just letting you guys know especially parents out there stop shunning and pushing away your kid when they want to have the talk and if you don't want them to have the talk give them this episode or find a family member that you know can talk to them or a family you know? friend Sometimes yep. it's hard to talk to a family member. I get it. But 
asking little Billy down the street and Billy barely knows his ass crack from his dick, I mean, that's not going to help either. Nope. Okay, you can't have the blind leading the blind. This leads to babies having babies, and we all know that terminology. We can't be having that. Right. And you don't, and some boys might not know how to approach a girl when it comes to sex, and that might lead to some legal situations. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. Women, we are just as in the wrong too with sexual assault, but this is how these things happen. Unfortunately, this is how sexual assault and harassment happens because there's no one teaching the other person, yo, this is wrong. This is not what you should be doing. So by telling your child at a young age that, no, you'll learn about sex when you're older or, you know, wait until you go to school to learn. Chances are your child's not going to get the proper sexual education that they're getting, that they need to have and they need right. to get. Because especially if you are a lesbian or if you're gay, if you're bi, if you're trans, if you're queer, you're not getting properly educated in sexual education. So seek all of your options. Like I said, hrc.org. Yaz had mentioned, you said FPA. FPA Women's Health. FPA Women's Health. Even just type in, you know, resources for sexual education. There are so many out there that you just have to go and look it's fine to talk to your friends about sex and compare sex notes but when you're actually asking hey i have a spot down there it looks kind of suspect and i don't know why it's itching that's when you need to go to a doctor that's when you need to go to a counselor or someone who can help you and seek the help before it's too late before it's too late, you guys. Before it's too late, because an STD, an STI, yeah, some can be cured, but a baby is forever. Mm-hmm. And bringing a baby and you don't know what the fuck you're doing, that's even worse. The world is already bad enough. Don't be bringing no more spawns of Satan into this world either. <laughs> like, I hate to put it that way, but... Oh, my God. In a this, little Nikki. Man. And we're not talking about Nicki Minaj. We're talking about the Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. <laughs> Although they can be turning out like Trump too. So we, we don't need that either. We don't need we don't need that. We don't need that. And that's why, ladies and gents, also we need to make sure that Planned Parenthood stays alive. Okay? Right. Because then they're not gonna have places to go to. So who wants to go to Kaiser and pay all that money to for a visit? Hey. They don't got that kind of money. Um I love Kaiser, but yeah, y'all, y'all a little expensive. Okay. Y'all bit a, a little, little expensive. Just a little bit. Just, just a tad bit. Just a tad. Y'all do great <laughs> jobs. Thank you for bringing me into this world and, and all that. Thank you for keeping my body 100, but y'all a little expensive. So I, I fucks with Planned Parenthood. I stand with Planned Parenthood. Okay. Spend some time with them. They're nurses and doctors. They will help you. They're there for you. Shit. That's what we pay taxes for while we can. That part. While we can. <laughs> and, of course, you can always, like, ask Yaz and I. Like, we, we can give you the best advice that we know, and we can direct you to other channels. So don't, don't be afraid to ask us for a little help. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Now, before we wrap up, um, speaking about a little help, I wanted to get your opinion on this. So we have a listener. She's a die, uh, hardcore fan. Hardcore. Okay. Hardcore fan, 
Um, she's from Texas. So our little Texas girl had a question. Let me see if I can pull it up again. Where to go? Ah, here we go. So she said, I need some advice. I'm recently married, only a year in, and we are starting to become more open in our marriage as we develop together as people. Uh, we decided to be open and do sexually as we wish, with discussion, of course. We are both very open, and the and and trust is the main bridge. But how do you surpass jealousy and loneliness? I do have issues with myself and self confidence, but I'm eager to open our sexual and emotional boundaries together, as on our own. So she's trying to do. They're having an open relationship. Is that what she's saying? Sounds like they're, yeah, they're trying to open their marriage up. Um, it doesn't specify, like, if they're, like, open to swinging or if they want to, like, go and date other people. Kind of okay. sounds like it because she does say, you know, jealousy and loneliness. Yeah. So, the loneliness, why would she feel lonely? Um, I would. I, Is it because her, her and her spouse aren't? intimate no more and that's why they're choosing this route i would say probably the loneliness factor comes out to if you know her man goes on a date and she's not able to be a part of that date and what is she uh, herself doesn't set up a date how does she overcome kind of like you remember when what um, jazz said. yeah when we had jet setting jazz if you don't know what we're talking about pre please go to the previous episode before this but we had jet setting uh jasmine and king noir they came on they shared their thoughts on their open relationship and jasmine said there there was a time she felt a little hurt when king went out on a date but she says you know you have to keep yourself busy and that's really what it comes down to you gotta one maintain that open conversation check-ins are great i i do that with my partners um we do group check-ins and we do individual check-ins and we do individual dates so applying that poly method to your open may seem non-ethical monogamy, monogamous relationship that is developing. Have these check-ins with your husband and write a list of what you are comfortable with and what he is comfortable with and what you as a couple are comfortable with. So you should have three separate lists. That way you guys go down the list and you individually state and you state as a couple what's going to be the fine line, you know, anywhere between, okay, we can openly date other people, but only as a group. Um, I'm comfortable with you having sex with, you know, partner A, B, C. I'm not comfortable with you going out on solo dates. I'm not comfortable... List out those, and that mm-hmm. can help a lot. But again, an open relationship and opening up your marriage is not for everybody. So you don't want to just, like, go to the extremities first. Start slow, work your way, and do these check-ins. And do the check-ins as often as you feel as needed. If that means that after each and every date that you and your husband may have that you have to check in, so be it. Your relationship and your marriage is only going to work based on what you guys both equally put in. Yeah, and if you do feel lonely, I mean, it's also communication. You should know when this date's about to happen. So you can actually put in something, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that way your mind is not on him and what he's doing. Exactly. So... 
Yeah, make sure that that communication is on point with the open relationship because some people feel like open relationship, oh, I'm going to do me. No, that doesn't mean you do you. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. That doesn't mean you could just go spur the moment and have a date. What? What? Right. Just communication. Communication is key. That's the best way. Because you got to remember, you have you have somebody at home that could have been planning something, but you decided to have a date that same day, but you didn't communicate that you had a date. And you have to also um, be comfortable with the details that you're going to be given. Now, I mm-hmm. and everybody's different. Do I know when suit and tie goes on dates? Yes and no. I know when he goes on certain dates, and then there's other ones where if he feels or I feel that it's not really going to be detrimental or important to our relationship, then I don't want to know. Just tell me that you're going on a date, and I'll see you another day. Mm-hmm. You know, there are times I want to know more details because I get off on that. I like sharing my man. I like him enjoying other people. That's just something that I like, but that's not for everybody. That part. So <laughs> I'm not into that, but yeah. See, see, and that's how Yaz and I are. If Yaz and I were in a relationship, it probably would not work out. <laughs> like, period. I like, I like it. I'll be like, yeah, go ahead, go fuck whoever you want to fuck. Just bring that ass back. That's fine. Uh, Shit. It's just people don't do it the right way. So. That is true. That's why I'm like, I feel like, and we might have to revisit this too, just as you and I on this. Um, But when it comes to the whole open relationship, it's not all about sex. Even, you know, King and Jasmine said this. It's not being polyamorous and and being in that lifestyle open relationship. It's not all about the sex. It is a mental thing on top of that. Yes. Again, you got to be comfortable with what's going on. Period. So, our Texas girl, we love you, girl. Thank you so much for, you know, chiming in. And keep us updated because we definitely want to know, you know, how y'all manage it. And if you guys ever have questions, and it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if it's on the topic that we're talking about today. But if you just want to ask a question and you want us to answer on our podcast, slide in our DMs. Email Sapphire's Earplay at Gmail. Slide and fit and dirty. Slide in Ms. Radio Sapphire. Slide up in anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but don't solicit us your dick pics, okay? Okay, you're not sliding like that. No. Don't slide in DMs. Girl, I have to bring that. We might have to do another sliding in the DMs because I had some fuckery happen to me last week, but we ran out of time. Okay, so, no doubt. We're we going to have to put that on hold. All right, y'all. Well, that is the end of our show. Reach me at Ms. Radio Sapphire. That's M-S-R-A-D-I-O-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E. <laughs> and you can catch me at Fit and Dirty on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want my freaky page, hey. go to It's King City. On Twitter, right? Or is it on Instagram? Instagram and Twitter. Oh, you get double the fun, y'all. Get that double yep. stuff. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> DP. DP. All right. Till next week. Or, sorry, not till next week. Till the next time. Remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, Podomatic, all.